Good morning, church. Our scripture this morning comes from Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27. Listen now for the word of the Lord. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was its fall. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I'm not sure that it's possible for me to hear this scripture and not immediately think of the song that many of us learned in Sunday school, which is great because that's a bit of scripture that's most likely ingrained in our brains forever. If you're not sure what song I'm talking about, the lyrics go like this. The wise man built his house upon the rock and the rains came a-tumbling down. The rains came down and the floods came up and the house on the rock stood firm. The foolish man built his house upon the sand and the rains came a-tumbling down. The rains came down and the floods came up and the house on the sand went smash. This children's song gets the point across. Rock makes a solid foundation for a house. Sand does not. But I'm not sure that just learning that song really gets the scripture's message across. What makes a wise builder? How do we avoid becoming like the foolish builder? As a little kid, I thought that the song was just telling me not to buy beachfront property. As adults, we understand that the song isn't about real estate. The house you're building is your life and your witness as a Christ follower. And the type of foundation you choose to build upon will determine how you fare when the rains come down and the floodwaters rise. The men in this parable, they aren't wise or foolish because of their level of education or their intelligence, their IQs any other factor that the world uses to measure success. They are determined to be wise or foolish based on the decision that they each made. The decision with how to proceed once they had heard the words of Jesus Christ. The parable tells us that wise people not only hear Jesus' teachings, but follow them. They're wise because of what they choose to do with the guidance they have received. Foolish people might hear Jesus' words, but they don't act on them. The important word here to me is act. There's no telling how much consideration that this foolish man actually put into Jesus' words. It's possible that he didn't completely ignore them, he could have pondered them, he could have researched them, studied them, 
We don't really know because that's not what Jesus chooses to focus on in this parable. That's not to say that studying or even deeply considering wisdom isn't important. It most certainly is. But one's knowledge or understanding of wisdom isn't nearly as important as the application of that wisdom. It's our actions, the way we make decisions, the way we treat others, the ways in which we actually live our lives. That's what sets our foundation. Not how much biblical knowledge we have or how much scripture we memorize. Knowing Jesus' words without acting on, in response to that knowledge makes us foolish. Maya Angelou urges us, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. This quote has been applied to many situations, particularly when it comes to race relations. But I find it extremely relevant to living a life that intentionally seeks to follow the teachings of Jesus. There's certain language or actions that we may think are acceptable. We may not know any better, but ignorance isn't a shield to hide behind. Once we know better that certain words or phrases have derogatory connotations, we're called to do better by abstaining from using such language, or better yet, to speak out when someone around us uses derogatory statements or makes degrading jokes. Once we know that a company that we support financially utilizes unfair labor practices, we're called to do better by researching the companies that we buy from and choosing to support companies that prioritize people over products. When we realize that every dollar that we spend is casting a vote for the type of world that we want to live in, we're called to do better, to spend our money wisely and fairly and generously. When we know better, we ought to do better. That's what makes us wise. My mom used to tell me a phrase that her father often told her as she was growing up. I gave you a good name. It's up to you to keep it and pass it on. This was likely advice to her to make wise choices whenever she left the house, but it's also advice that the church would be wise to heed. Jesus Christ gave us the good name of Christian. It's up to us to keep it and to pass it on. To the class of 2020, we hope we've given you everything that you need to build a firm foundation, but ultimately, that's up to you. We hope that as your church family, we've taught you the scriptures, that we've shown you firsthand that God loves you and that you're called to share that love with the world. We hope that we've instilled in you hearts for service and a love for worship. We've tried our best 
to fulfill the promises that we made at your baptisms, promises to love you and to teach you how to follow Jesus, promises to model what it looks like to live a life of faithfulness. We've tried our best to give you a good name, even when the name of Christian means so many things to so many people. We gave you a good name. Now it's up to you to keep it and to pass it on to the rest of the world and to younger generations. Make no mistake, Emmanuel is not your foundation. Church is not your foundation. Jesus Christ is your foundation. As much as I hope that you go off to college and find a church home where you are comfortable and where you continue to grow in your faith, even more than that, I hope that you stay in love with Jesus. I hope that you always see scripture as living and breathing, a gift that has more grace and goodness to offer to you each time you pick it up. I hope that you open your Bibles often, expecting God to reveal to you more about who God is and who God calls you to be. I hope that faithful study helps you to know better. And then I hope you take that revelation and put it into practice. I hope that faithful study leads to faithful action. I hope that reading the Bible is never enough, but to read the Bible and to put it into action. I hope that once you know better, you do better. This is what makes you a wise builder. This is what secures your foundation. We know that the rains will happen. Life isn't easy, and Jesus never promises us that it will be. So when the rains do fall, when life does get hard, what keeps your house standing firm? Much like her father before her, my mom also liked to gift me with a little wisdom as I was growing up, a little phrase that she would share with me before I left the house or went off with friends. As an adult, I realized that it's part wisdom, but really part blessing. She would say to me, remember who you are and remember whose you are. It was a reminder that I belonged to her and my dad, that the things that I said or did would represent them as well as myself. But it was a reminder, more importantly, that I belonged to Jesus. And anything I said or did, anything I say or do, represents Christ and his church. So as you go off to your next adventure, as we all leave this holy space, whether we're headed to the other side of town or out of state, may we remember who we are and whose we are. You belong to Jesus Christ. He's shown you the example of what it looks like to be an agent of grace in this hurting world and to bring about the kingdom of God here and now. He's given us a good name. It's up to us to be the builders 
who strengthen the foundations of our lives. And we do that every time we choose to hear the words of Jesus and to act on them. This is how we stand firm throughout life's storms, when we remember who we are and whose we are, we become wise builders. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we prepare to pass the peace of Christ this